0: Network.org.
1: Hello and welcome to Daily Doctor. Differently. Jeremy Kalmanovsky with you here studying Tractate Yoma, page twenty-eight, or Kafchet, which in Hebrew is Koach, strength. That's a strong page for us today. To begin Chapter Three of Tractate Yoma, which begins with a discussion of uh, the staff of the Beit Hamikdash, the staff of the Temple, the Kohanim, getting ready to uh, getting ready for the morning sacrifices by waiting for the rising. Of Bar-Kai, the the morning star, and to see whether or not uh, the whole eastern sky was lit up, and then they would get ready for the for the sacrifice, kind of dramatic story. In the course of this discussion, uh, the Talmud brings up what it calls of Abraham Abraham's prayer. Many of you will be familiar with a tradition from tractate Brachot that Abraham's prayer is Shacharit, and Isaac's prayer is uh, Mincha, the afternoon prayer. Of Jacob. Uh, is said to have created the evening prayer. Our page either doesn't know that tradition or doesn't really agree with it, uh, and it associates Tzlotei Abraham, Abraham's prayer, with Mincha, uh, the, the prayer post-noon. And there are some specifics here about whether or not Abraham was seen to pray at exactly noon plus a moment, because he was such an incredibly astute astronomer, he knew exactly when noon was, or because he had studied so much uh, so much wisdom, uh, or whether he, he he would have behaved as the actual later halakha will have it, uh, noon noon plus another half an hour. What I find interesting about this is that it includes both some really interesting agadot matters of lore as well as a reflection on uh, philosophy of halacha, where where the mitzvot come from and their relationship to Bible stories. Our text will will include the the interesting and rather famous statement that uh Rav Ashi says, Kiem Abraham Avinu Afilu Euvetab that Abraham would keep up the mitzvot even of much, 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 much later rabbinic enactments, not only what's in the Torah, but even rabbinic enactments surrounding the Shabbat observance. Shanaamart Torah tai that Abraham uh kept all of my uh to-rot, the plural, uh Torah Shabihtav, the Ahat Torah Shabalpeh. He kept both the written Torah and the oral Torah. Now, anybody, of course, who knows the basic biblical uh, uh, narrative knows that Abraham lived long before Moses, lived long before the Torah is ever given. How is it that Abraham could have kept the Torah before it was before it was was given to Israel at Sinai? And in fact, uh, Rav Yosef, one of the Amoraim, raises that very question today. Is it possible that we can, on our page today, is it possible that we should learn any laws from Abraham's behavior? Because, of course, Abraham is before the Torah. Before before the Torah, and, and if you know the famous passage in Genesis 18, when the angels come to tell him that he and Sarah are at long last to have a child, he feeds them both meat and milk. The Torah, that, that Torah passage, uh, it either doesn't think about or doesn't seem to worry about the fact that Abraham is, uh, is apparently violating the laws of Kashrut. So, Rav Yosef asks, is it possible to learn quote-unquote modern uh, behavior, or, or Talmudic-era behavior, from, from Abraham who was before the Torah? In general, uh, the Halakhic tradition doesn't really want that to be the case. It wants a new set of laws to have been instituted at Sinai, and pre-Sinai behavior doesn't, doesn't really count. At least it doesn't really count as uh, normative. So, for example, even though Abraham gets the commandment to circumcise his son, that commandment is repeated in the book of uh, Leviticus, and that's the articulation that really seems to matter, is a halakhic matter. We also have a, the mitzvah of not eating the sciatic nerve. You remember Jacob wrestles with the angel, he comes away limping, and it says, and that's why the children of Jacob don't eat the sciatic nerve out of animals that they eat until this very day. Uh, in the Mishnah, they're, they're perturbed by this fact that here you have uh, essentially a narrative passage, not a commandment, not a thou shalt, and yet it appears to be normative. So the rabbis in the Mishnah and Tractate Chulin say it was said, this mitzvah was said at Sinai, but it was written for narrative purposes back in Genesis, but it doesn't really. Doesn't really come from Genesis; it must come from from Mount Sinai. So, uh, how is it that Abraham was seen to keep all these commandments before they were ever given? I'd like to share with you a, uh, a philosophical or, a, I guess, homiletical interpretation that I find quite quite interesting. Uh, that wrestles wrestles with this question. The later, much 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 later, 18th, 19th century rabbis of the Hasidic movement would like to. Envision Abraham as a predecessor, even though they understand the problem of ha- him having lived before the Torah. Uh, they would like to in- in envision him as a fully observant Jew. So I'd like to share with you a teaching of Rabbi uh, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, one of the Hasidic masters. He lived at the tail end of the eighteenth and the early part of the nineteenth century, and he he imagines this teaching of Abraham, this teaching about Abraham, as a statement. Of the true spirituality within within the mitzvot, uh, he he will say that there's a, there's a common place that says there are three six hundred thirteen mitzvot, two hundred forty eight positive commandments which are equal to uh, the number of bones in the body, uh, and three hundred sixty five negative commandments which are uh, the the mythic number of uh, uh, tendons in the body, and the idea is that 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 the Torah reflects the fully realized human. If you, keep all, if, you, if you keep all the mitzvot, it's because each and every part of your body aligns spiritually with one of the mitzvot. So, Rav Levi Yitzchak says that instinctively your organs know what to do. And your kidney knows how to be a kidney, and your lungs know how to be lungs, and your, and your meniscus knows how to be a meniscus, and they don't have to be taught these things. They just are instinctively and they correspond in deep ways to the 613 mitzvot abraham says levi yitzchak was so spiritually attuned to what it meant to be a human being that he didn't need the the torah and the mitzvot to uh, to teach him how to behave he simply did them because that's who he was he was a fully realized spiritual person and so when our Gemara, which he, which he quotes when our Gemara states that he kept all the mitzvot it's because he was so purified there were no more there were no more uh, interposing obstacles there were no screens between between him and God um, his physical body was so purified he sig he understood from his 248 limbs or bones, and his 365 tendons, HaRuchaniyut Shel Kol HaTorah Kula, he understood the utter spirituality of the Torah, Ad And and that, uh, even before it was ever given, he understood it all. Vize Asher Yasad Bal and this is the point of our teaching, that he kept all the, all the mitzvot before they ever existed in the world. May, uh, may we all be so thoroughly, spiritually attuned to the Torah that we all find it as meaningful as Abraham did. Thanks for learning today's page with me, and I look forward to learning with you again tomorrow.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daft Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.